Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Get that chihuahua out of Paula's coffin now! Paula? Don't mind my big ass in your face. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 231 I've decided that I didn't want to spend a ton of time introing the show because I listen to so many. I don't know how many you listen to, but I listen to so many podcasts and the intros go on for it feels like forever before you actually get to actual content. It's kind of like when you go to the movies and they uh, show like, you know, 15 minutes of previews. Well, I don't. Yes. And or. Or and and or when you're watching a movie and there are so many production companies involved that you have to go through like 10 screens of different production companies presents before you actually get and you think, oh, this is the intro. No, it isn't. It's another production company slide. And it takes forever to get to the actual beginning of a movie. That's kind of how I feel about it. But well, anyway, welcome. Well, I was going to say, what happens to me is after all the previews and after everything's all done, mm-hmm. I usually look over Victor. I'm like, Victor. He's like, what? I'm like, what movie are we seeing again? Because <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> yeah, because it takes so long to get to the actual freaking film. So anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie, and this is Paula. Welcome, everyone, to... What day is it? It's Friday here. Friday the 20th. So this will be uh, Sunday the 22nd? Yes. Uh, Last night, it started to rain. Briefly. But for some strange reason, we had this weird wind gust that came through. And I don't know if it got windy where you were, but we had, like significant wind gusts and it woke us up because (laughs) this isn't even my awkward moment we went to bed a little i I fell asleep a little late i woke up to the sound of booming and i went what was that and and daryl goes oh it's really windy and then i look at my window and i see bright flashes of white like big bright explosive sound looking flashes with big explosive booming sounds is it lightning no now, understand that we have a two-story house, and I'm looking out at the top of the house, you know, so I'm where I'm not on the ground where I could look outside, and I see these big flashes of white and these big sound explosive sounds, and I'm not awake, really, and I go, oh my god, it's a gun! And he's like, what? And I go, someone's shooting a gun! And he's like, no, honey, it's a transformer. <laughs> the, the, the tree, a tree hit the transformer... And caused the caused explosions off the power pole. Oh! And then within twenty seconds, our whole house lost power. Oh! And sucks. our alarm, but but we have a house alarm, so the I'd house be like, alarm. Thanks a lot, Bumblebee. Oh my god! And I'm like, God, maybe it was a <laughs> raccoon or something. You know, it got exploded on the thing. But no, I look outside, and it was just the, the trees were practically bent in half, and I thought well, is it a tornado? Because it was really violent and then just dead. There was not a breeze in sight. It just stopped. It was so weird. It was almost like a giant walk through our backyard. Maybe you were in the eye of the storm. It was freaking weird. And I, I had only been asleep for like an hour. It was like one fifteen. You know, when, when I panic, 
like that if i hear something at night or whatever and he'll get up immediately and throw on shorts and walk through the house because he thinks that i can hear everything and if it's something bad he's going to go check it out so he gets up and he grabs his shorts and then he goes and then he comes back and he sits on the bed i go what are you doing he goes well i think i should hold you you're really alarmed i'm like i'm terrified what's going on in the world he's like all right everything's fine why didn't you just go with them because I'm just not going to. And oh. so he did it for like a second. Then he got back up and he's like, I'm going to go check. Because he wanted to make sure the dogs were okay. Because they made no sound, which is really unusual. So he went out there. They're in the sitting in the middle of the yard in the rain looking up, you know, like turkeys. And so yeah. he, br- he brought him in. Bodega, our husky, did not want to come in. But he finally did for a minute. And then he went back out and went to his dog house. So clearly whatever that, whatever weirdness that was passed and now it's just, you know, wet and kind of chilly today. But I did not fall asleep till almost five. Oh I'm my so gosh. tired. I had a lo- really hard time falling back asleep because, you know what? There's just been so many natural disasters and other things going on. And so it takes nothing for me to just freak the fuck out. I was like, are we sure that it wasn't a gunshot? He's like, I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive. We have no Wi-Fi. It was the power. It was a power surge like thing. And I went, all right, fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've never seen one of those trans me either. Founders or formers. Or I thought it's, I think called. it's, well, I think it's Transformers, but it sounds weird because I think that's a toy. I always, whenever they say Transformer, <laughs> I just start laughing and More I'm just like, yeah, the good one. <laughs> Robots in disguise. Okay, that's what so I, this is embarrassing. What? Speaking of getting things wrong, I said. <laughs> what? to victor the other night i'm like why do they want to call indians insidious people now and no, he no. said he's all i don't know he says <laughs> i know why they want to call them indigenous people <laughs> i'm like i'm just like, You're like oh they're not insidious indians aren't insidious i'm like well what does insidious mean he's like i don't know <laughs> and so it's i had evil. to look it up it's evil it's bad <laughs> it's a bad thing because n- there was a day the other day that it says indigenous people day or something like that or yes because they don't want to call it columbus day anymore some people oh, want to call it right. to indigenous day indigenous people day it's so weird because it's erasing everything we learned in school when we were little i remember doing the nina pinta and santa maria construction paper poster for columbus day you know christopher columbus in 1492 sailed across the ocean blue apparently that's inappropriate now and we have to honor the indigenous folks of north america which i hate yes we absolutely should the white people rubbed them out as they would say in Little Big Horn. I love that movie. You want to talk about inappropriate? What? I had no idea how bad this was. What? Ryan found a video on YouTube and it basically just showed various scenes from Peter Pan. Do you know oh, how bad that movie is? Yes, I do. It's horrible. It's very, very uh, stereotypical. And you that's know? being nice. That's being nice. But... It was a time when people did not think of that as being inappropriate. It was just a way to, you know, box in. This is what we're talking. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody was doing it thinking they were being an asshole. I think it was like they're Indians. This is how they this is how we portray them in the media. This is how we've always portrayed them. But yes, it's it's very difficult to watch sometimes. Well, I'm just like now, I mean, people would be outraged. Oh, that. yeah. I wonder why they aren't. That's going to be the next thing they're going to wipe out is, is, you know, 
any Disney, Disney movie that's not PC. The only Disney movie I know that they have absolutely eliminated from the vernacular is Song of the South. You cannot find <laughs> oh, yeah. a Song of the South movie to save your life because they just don't exist. I'm sure they exist, but you can't buy it. <laughs> you can't buy it anywhere reputable anyway. Yeah, that's That is incredibly true. racist. But what's interesting is that if you read the book... It's not real. It's it's a it's all symbolism. It's not meant to be that the song of the South, the, the movie, which I recall watching as a small child. I can see how it, it well, obviously it was it was deemed racist many, many, many years ago. So I'm sure there's some validity to it. But the book is about slaves escaping the master it's it's a symbolism book it's a book on based on symbolism oh no wonder no wonder disney picked it up (laughs) right so and i i don't even know why you know but i mean you can watch any older disney film and find inappropriateness i mean think about dumbo think about the crows (laughs) think about what about the crows well they're they're black jazz singers i mean and, (laughs) and they are very stereotypical there's just a lot of that. And and I think Bugs Bunny, the Warner Brothers, when they were doing all those Bugs Bunny cartoons, which are absolutely, most of them are very funny, they had a hang up with Chinese people. I mean, they always <laughs> did. In fact, I think I recall one where he calls him a Chinaman. Like, he literally calls him a Chinaman in the cartoon. Well, that was the other scene they showed is um, from Lady and the Tramp, the two Siamese cats. Yes. They had their eyes slanted in their super are Siamese, yes. if you please. And the thing is, is that you can find inappropriateness in anything, or you can just find it for what it is. You well, know, then they deal. had them playing the piano with chopsticks going, ching, chong, ching. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That is horribly. That's just so inappropriate. You were not allowed to laugh. Well, at those I things. was laughing because I was yes. like in such disbelief. I'm like, why have I never noticed that before? Because you know? it's not. We, because naivety is a lovely thing, you know. Because we don't look at that as. I don't know. I've seen a. I've seen so many cartoons where they portray Mexicans as lazy, always sleeping. You know, Speedy Gonzalez, all that stuff was probably considered racially insensitive. But it doesn't bother me. I don't know why. I guess it should. I guess I should be pissed, but I'm not. Just like, oh, I read I read a little blurb that they're trying to say that white women can't wear hoop earrings anymore because it's a Latin thing. Who said that? Oh, who knows? Some rando who Screw somehow... Got- off. You know what? This is <laughs> how we get into trouble. Right? One person, just right. one, one, says something and, you know, it must be a slow day somewhere. Right. And they yeah. say, you know, I no longer think it's appropriate to have picnics in parks. And then suddenly... <laughs> because that's... that's- it's giving ants cholesterol, high cholesterol. Right. So right. we're killing off the ants, you guys. No more picnics. Save the ants. Stop with the potato salad. Those poor ants. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I'm like, please wear the hoops. I love hoop. Well, I'm Mexican, so apparently I'm allowed to wear them. I'd wear them if I want to. You're Mexican. You're allowed. You can wear whatever you want. You're free and clear of this tragedy of hoop earrings. <laughs> I just thought, God, you know, it must be so nice to be so bored with your life that nothing else pisses you off except for this. Like, how luxurious of a life you must have to only be pissed about hoop earrings and cornrows. I would love to have that life. 
Wouldn't you? That would mean you have no other problems. Not really, because that just means you're an incredibly negative person. Yes, with a with a perfect life, you have no problem. Your children are perfect. You have a perfect job. You make enough money. You have perfect housing, and, and your lover is perfect. You have nothing to complain about, so you have to go find something. I yeah. would lo- I would love that life. That'd be great. Anyway, okay, so... Uh, I told you I didn't we didn't talk about it on the show, but I've talked about it previously where, you know, months leading up to my annual physical at the doctor's office, which yes. is always a clusterfuck, by the way, months leading up. And when you say months, you mean like 11 months in advance. 11 months. I, I'm anxiety preparing for my physical because I know that he's going to find something wrong with me. I was concerned. But anyway, you know me, I get the lecture every year from the doctor about what well, you need to lose. You know, if we can just tighten it up just a little bit you know just maybe write down this number subtract 20 and then weigh that much and then just be that (laughs) yeah that's that's pretty much the discussion that I get every year and I've been having that discussion since I was 15 ever since I hit puberty it's like you know if you could just take that number and just be that number that would be great we would love it so I you know do whatever I can Honestly, I work out four days a week. I I eat nothing fun. I hate my, you know, I hate it. It sucks. So I go and, you know, I, I walk into the doctor's office and it's my turn because Daryl went before me. And uh, now you've seen Daryl and the doctor told him he had to lose 10 pounds. Can you stand it? Again? Yes. He said he has to lose 10 pounds. I go, how much you- did he have to lose last time? None. But he didn't gain anything. That's the thing. And so I'm like, okay. I, I don't really now I'm not trusting anything this guy says. Now I know I would love to be a size zero. I've in my whole life, even as a child, I was never a size zero. So I mean I, when know. I see size zero clothes, I think of my daughter. She's Your eight year old. Yes. And I'm like, these are like her size. Yeah, they're so tiny. So I walk in, she goes, Okay, so let's let's get your height and weight. And I said, We do not speak its name. And she's like understood she's so cool she's like i get it she puts her hand up immediately over the numbers so i can't see you weren't like, even curious no i don't want to know i i just refuse because it all it will do it was it will eat at me because it won't be what i want it to be so anything above you know what i think it should be is just horrible and it, and i'll and i'll obsess over it for months and i i can't do i know my limits and i can't look i just can't know but wouldn't you want to at least compare from last year i don't know what it was last year <laughs> so oh, well, no okay I guess. so i go in i sit down and i'm waiting for the doctor to come in to tell me so what have you been doing you know this is how much you've gained this year or whatever because last year i had gained three pounds oh okay and i was devastated so he comes in. He's like, you've lost almost 10 pounds. And I'm like, really? He goes, hey. yeah. Right? And I said, of course, I didn't say this to the doctor. I'm like, I'm in my mind. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's more than I thought. <laughs> like, I knew I had lost the three pounds, but I didn't know I had lost almost 10. That's awesome. He's like, just keep doing what you're doing. I didn't even get the, just be this number. None of it. He's like, just keep doing it. Whatever you're doing, just do it. I'm like, sweet. That's great. I know. And so I was telling him about my bowel problem earlier this month. And he said, oh, you need to take peppermint oil pills. Peppermint oil Have you oil ever heard pill? of that? No. No. What? What? 
I know I'm, you know, gluten free, but it doesn't mean I know like herb shit. <laughs> well, he's, you know, my doctor's Chinese, so he's all about the herbs. <laughs> that reminds me because my OBGYN, he's Chinese. And so when I had when I was pregnant with Olivia, I'm like, don't you have some sort of voodoo Chinese medicine that, <laughs> you know, will herb. Help, help stop me from throwing up? <laughs> don't you have some ancient herb I can have? I'm like, I don't care if it gives me bad breath. I just <laughs> I just want something. <laughs> All right, turtle. It, it, it seems silly, but I, you know, and I've also started doing yoga. Namaste. Oh, how are you Not, doing that? Well, I, okay. I just want to make it very clear that I will never go to a yoga studio with others. Because I want to do yoga, but... I will do yoga outdoors where there's fresh air, but I'm not doing it in those tiny little studios that you see with people with only, you know, lycra leggings and, and bras on. I don't want to do it. The, I will be so overly concerned about the odors that I won't be able to focus. And I was talking to my hairdresser about yoga because he used to do yoga. He goes, I'll only do yoga with like four other people. Like we'll have our own lesson with our own person. Because when you do it with more than 15 or 20 or 30, he's like, he goes, the amount of farting and smell. It's just, are you joking me? No. And so I said, well, that's pretty much put a nail in that coffin. I will never do yoga like that. But I will. I would do it out. He said, he goes, you can do it outdoors. And it's really nice because there's always a breeze, which means you won't get any of that unseemly after effect that comes with it. Like, I don't know how people do hot yoga. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> that's like being trapped under a blanket. It's like being trapped under someone's butthole. It's like the ultimate Dutch oven. It's like, here, put your head down here between my legs and let's stretch. I don't want to do it. Don't I don't mind I, my big ass in your face. <laughs> don't mind the farting. I just had some wheatgrass juice before we started. Gross. I don't want to do it. I just don't. But I would do it outdoor where there's fresh air. And I, as long as I had like double the body length away from me then I would do it but right now currently I just do it by myself in my room on my own little pink yoga mat I I do very basic because I just started like not even a month ago so it's very basic but I have to tell you minus the spiritual part because I don't do anything spiritual with it I have always enjoyed stretching it is so centering it really works i was shocked that it worked and now when i get anxious i actually get the, i feel the need to stretch like it's so because i feel so uh at peace when i do it it's oh. very i never thought i would be i never thought that i would be a yoga person but i absolutely but i'm doing it on my own terms i'm not being forced by someone to do this or that i'm i'm doing the moves you know downward dog and all that stuff on my own and so i'm happy with it i'm i I don't do a ton, but I do a, I do about 15 minutes. So did you like learn the moves from the internet? And there's then... apps. There's apps. Oh, yeah. there's all I kinds of apps. That. Yeah. There, and then, you know, we have uh, you and I, we have Xfinity and there's all those on demand channels and there's yoga classes on demand. So you can actually okay. go on demand. Now I have to say that some of them are, they say they're beginner and they're, they're not. I mean, they're just not. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is easy. Just balance your entire weight of your body on your arm. No, I, I don't know how that's beginner. It's very difficult. But anyway, so you should try it. I I, fa- I find it really relaxing and it does center me and it cools me down after if I do like 45 minutes of cardio or something. 
but uh yeah i won't go to no offense to those who do it because everybody has i know actually have a lot of friends who teach yoga and so and they go everywhere they go to different gyms they go to different studios i've seen them do outdoor classes so i mean it's a really cool option if you don't want to you know, lift weights or do other things, you know, and this is a real, it's core body work. It's really strenuous if you want it to be. So I would do like an outdoor class as long as there's not like a a bunch of skinny bitches there because, (laughs) well, I I mean, who am I be fooling? (laughs) Hey, hugs. As we say goodbye to summer, Amazon is the easiest way for you to say hello fall with everything from pumpkin spiced pretty much anything to boots to scarves and a lot of Halloween candy. If you go to amazon.com, they'll have it for you. Not only will you save a ton of time going out and about in the crowds trying to get these items, it will be delivered directly to your door. And if you're a Prime member, free shipping. So check out the Ugly Mall, click through to support the Uggs and prepare for the cool, lovely weather of so before we started recording the show we were talking briefly because we were talking about you know medical and physicals and stuff and um we were talking about a friend of ours who had to go through the process of picking up their loved one's ashes and whenever that happens because you know how morbid i am And, and you know what i don't even know if i consider myself morbid i consider myself someone who wants to be prepared not I don't think you can ever emotionally prepare for something but I just I don't want to be so blindsided and so helpless if I ever have to go through it so I'm always thinking ahead of you know I'm I'm creating stories for myself like okay so if this happens this is what I would do if I die this is what I want to have happen you know stuff like that or if I'm a vegetable on life support you know right what do I want to have happen which sister is going to inject the Windex because I can't be a burden forever. I just couldn't do it. You know, I, I, I wouldn't want that. And Daryl does not have the ability to put me to sleep. He just doesn't. You know he doesn't. No, he does not. Which is fine. But if someone else did it and, and no one told him, that'd be okay. Victor would do it before the conversation ever came up. He'd be like, she doesn't <laughs> want to live like this. <laughs> He's like, I know how to kill her with a finger. <laughs> God. He's no! just like, where? He'd just start pulling the bed out and looking in the behind it. Oh, here's the plug. <laughs> she's fine she wouldn't want to be this way don't worry it's over it's fine no but we were talking about that and now you i had changed my mind for a long time i wanted to be buried in a pod yeah so i could grow a tree and then i thought you know what i don't know if i want to do that i think i want to be kind of selfish i think i want to be cremated and I want my ashes somewhere with Daryl at all times. I mean, the kids can have some too, but for the most part, I think I want to be around so that Daryl has guilt for a little bit longer than he should before he hooks up with other ladies. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's not fair. So what? Who says life ain't fair? Death ain't fair. So That's I thought, yeah. true. But what if he never moves on because he can't get over the fact that your ashes are there? Well, what will ultimately happen is they'll be like, dad. We're taking the ashes from you. This is this is gone on quite long enough. We're, no more of this. Mom wouldn't want this. She was just kidding. She didn't think you would do this forever. You gotta stop watching Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> You've got to move on. Right? Jeez. You've got to move on. So I 
don't know. I, for me, it's funny because he goes, well, I'll never marry again. And I'm like, well, you're such a romantic. But he goes, well, I never said, I didn't say that I would stop living. I just wouldn't marry again. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, so you'll bring whores home, but you won't marry them. He's like, pretty much. I'm like, okay. See, this is the thing I'm, I'm having a hard time deciding is there's the option of being buried, mm-hmm. but you're you're more or less buried in like a cardboard box right because you go to dust faster basically you just you, de- you decompose into the earth very quickly faster and right there's still you know there's still the tombstone or headstone or whatever there is and a place right. for people to visit sure and so i i kind of like that idea because mm-hmm. i just you know, I want everyone to know I'm I'm at peace and sure. You know, I'm Closure. one. I'm one with the earth, and mm-hmm. you know, it all happened very fast and all yes. that kind of stuff. Because I I don't think I could do that whole embalming and putting on makeup and you know wearing my clothes and then you know people what? coming up and looking at me. That's just weird. <laughs> well, it's a it's very ritualistic, and for some people, it is what they expect because that's kind of the way our part of the world does it. A lot. I mean, for the most part, I mean, there are obviously many other options, but when you think about it, that's kind of how people say goodbye is they get to see one last look and they move on. Did you know in the Midwest, they like take pictures and stuff? Yeah. When our grandmother passed away and we had a bunch of her stuff, I was going through it. And I'm like, what are all these pictures of dead people? <laughs> she had like three or four. <laughs> and, and my, and our mom was like, oh, well, you know, we're from Illinois. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? I don't understand. What is there something going on in Illinois that I'm unaware of? And she's like, no, they take photos of the deceased. It's kind of like a, I don't know, keepsake or something. Like back in the old days, they would take pictures of the deceased because it was the only time that they would get their photos taken because it was expensive. And I said, oh, so what, just the tradition carries on into the 60s? It's like, wow, I had no idea. It was unusual. But if they were loved ones, you know, I think it was her grand, her father or something. And so I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. I mean, maybe not her father, but, you know, someone like that, maybe an uncle or whatever. And so I said, yeah, that's, I, I don't, I, I mean, I know, uh, I don't want to get into a weird territory, but I mean, I know we do it for children, you know, especially if they die young. Uh, but older people, it seems a little odd for someone like me. I would not want that. No selfies. Like I me. was thinking, is there be the table and there would be like <laughs> all the like weird glasses and signs and, <laughs> yeah. and things like that with a selfie stick, and then everyone can be like awesome or get the mustache. Come on, it'll be hilarious. Lol. <laughs> it's like hashtag Paula's funeral. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I bet if you did that, I bet if you did a hashtag something funeral, there would be photos. Oh there my would have to God. be. I wonder <laughs> if people would even be brave enough to use those. You know what, Polly? You would finally go viral. <laughs> That's what would happen. You would. Well, finally, I told Victor. I said it. my my funeral would be so unique. Like people would walk in, and I'd be mm. playing Usher. Usher, Usher, Usher. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> And I I would want it to be like a celebration or something. You well, know? you do. It, or I, I, people I could walk in and be like, celebrate <laughs> good times. Come on. Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there might be a couple people who would come in and dance in a red dress. Oh, my God. That, I know. I that, have a couple. Most people would walk in and be like, what the hell? Like, what is this? What's going on here? 
here. This is so inappropriate. That would be me. Olivia would be with her iPad going, what? I'm just, I'm videoing everything. I'm like, that is inappropriate. Yeah. Put it down. <laughs> I'm not wearing black today. Put that down and go say goodbye to your mother. <laughs> Get that chihuahua out of Paula's coffin now. Oh my God. He no just more, went, Pablo. I, I just wanted to take a selfie with him and my mom. Oh God. And then Ryan will be in the corner. Little uh, Herman Munster. Yeah, <laughs> really. He could be in the going, corner rolling his eyes to a like, teenager like, oh my God, this is so weird. <laughs> it's like, when are we going to go do my thing? Like, when is this going to be over? Is this I want to do mine. Is this the reason my mom took so many pills was because <laughs> she wanted things like this to happen? <laughs> yes. They so were trying to curtail your real personality your whole life. God. Oh my God. So... I'm gonna t- there's two stories. Here's the first one. You recall last week when I told you how our dog, our husky, got out yeah. and was chasing. He was tracking a coyote and got into this neighbor's yard, and they were all, "Oh God, you know, we're so glad he's friendly." Blah blah blah. Okay. Two days ago, the county came and served us with a ticket for our dog, saying that he was aggressive and that if we didn't get him licensed, that they would come and get him. Oh, my God. That fucking cunt was a liar. And I couldn't believe it. She's like, well, just let me have your address. And that way, if he gets out again, I'll just, I can bring him back to you. She didn't want my address to bring him back to me. She wanted my address so that she could serve me with a ticket. They called the pound on me. And now we have to. Well, he's licensed, actually. But we didn't live here when we did it. So when they looked up our name and number, there was no dog registered. So we have to like change it. And so they're like, if you don't get this resolved in two weeks, we're going to come and get you. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, first of all, he's not aggressive, but I, I get it. And the thing is, is if she had been honest and said, look, we called the pound. They're on their way. I'm glad you found him, but you know, they're coming. If she had been a little more honest, I would have said, well, I'll be here. Then I'm going to stay. Because I, I, I mean, even though I look like shit, I'm, I'm not going to let somebody who was up- upset by the dog tell the whole story. Like, I want them to see the dog and see that he's not, you know, and I'll take the ticket for not having him registered to my address. But the fact she's like, well, I'm so glad that I met you. I'm, I'm Jenny. This is Tony. You know, totally sweet. And then two days later, I get a ticket from the county saying your dog was aggressive. And there was this long ass paragraph about her, you know, life story about how terrifying it was, even though she offered to pet the dog and let her son poke my dog with a stick and he didn't do anything like the dog was totally fine. I said, I'm not mad at the ticket. I'm mad that she lied and acted like everything was fine and it was nice to meet you. And we'll talk. We'll see. I'm sure we'll see each other again someday. That is what pissed me off hmm. because you know what? I, I, it has been so long since I have been snowed by somebody. I was, I'm furious about it. I'm so mad, but I'm not mad about the whole dog license and getting him getting out and scaring. Like I get, I, I'm not being ridiculous, but what makes me mad is she led me to believe that all was well and everything's fine. And you know, we're, we're moving on with our lives, but no. Well, I mean, maybe she's just, you know, so non-confrontational that she wanted to you know just say whatever she had to say to make it seem like you guys were ending on good terms 
it's a it's all a lie well i mean it is a lie but it is still an option that you know if she was <sighs> that timid and also that afraid of dogs that she's People, just like okay everything's good bye you know and then just like i'm gonna call the can i'm going to file a report I'm complaining. The thing the thing with things like that, though, is that it's kind of like when, you know, once there's a paper trail beginning with anything, if he ever gets out again, I mean, it's we're it's we're we're fucked. That's the thing that bugs me is that people they do that and they either do they don't have dogs. So they're because they're afraid of she's afraid of dogs. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that when you do something like that, first of all, that's kind of like a last straw kind of thing, because if, if Bodega was getting out all the time and he was you know, constantly getting in the yard to get to their chickens or something like that, I would be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And we would make some serious we would have some serious discussions about how to reinforce our our yard and stuff. Right. But he hasn't he, he doesn't get out like he doesn't break break out and, and run and terrorize the village unless, you know, someone lets him out. Which has happened, but not anymore since we, you know, received the, you know, we got the home alarm and we deadbolted the gates and stuff so people can't get into our house. But it was more, it was, it wasn't the the, the point of that the county is threatening us. It was that she literally lied to my face and I bought it. And, and that never happens. I know people so well. That's why Daryl's like, maybe the husband did it. That's what I was just going to say. It's because she had called the husband and he was on his way home. Yes. And so when she called him back to say blah, 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 he's probably like, well, I'm already almost home. And, you know, right. this is bullshit. And, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe we're going to call because I'm not I can't afford to, you know, leave again, leave again and right. ha- have this happen. You're just you're going to have to call next time. Maybe. Uh, and, and so we did have that discussion. But I I think it's because I would never do that that I'm just so bewildered by this action. And it's not anything like, I'm not saying it's unexpected, not unexpected. I'm not saying that it's inappropriate for her or him to call. If, if, if it, if it was truly scary and he was aggressive, which I've never seen the dog be aggressive to humans in my nine years of owning him, but that's not the point. Um, if she misconstrued it as aggression, then it's fair. Yeah. But what I didn't like was that, okay, thanks, bye. It was nice meeting you. Oh, so, you know, maybe maybe we'll trick or treat at your house kind of crap. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I hope they come to my house. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, assholes. It was just really shocking because I said, man, I, I read that so wrong. I was so surprised. And yes, there is the option that it was the husband that did it. It's, I think still, the husband did it, to be honest. Man, I, all I know is that I, I really... I really can't wait. I hope they come to our house. I, I re- they have I our address. I don't think that will ever happen. <laughs> like, hey, hi, Tony. Want some candy? <laughs> no. No, I know. Okay, and then the second thing is, now, there's a neighbor that moved in mm, like six months ago, maybe eight months ago, and he's a real asshole. Like oh. a real asshole. He hates everyone in the neighborhood. I've said hello to him, and he scowls. He had he has two children and every time I see them and he's out walking them letting them ride their bikes because they're younger they're crying, like he's a real dick, and he's decided to take it upon himself to go to all the HOA meetings. Now we are the youngest couple in our neighborhood and we're in our forties. Most of these people were educators who bought homes in this little subdivision twenty years ago and that now they 
they they're all retired and they're all friends because they all worked for the school district and they they just love their little area and a couple of them come and go whatever so now when people are leaving because the houses are too big because they're kids leave these other folks move in so this guy moves in so he goes to the hoa meetings and he's like verbally abusing people at the hoa meetings and like demanding records from 15 years ago and you know just do you remember mrs toledo at casa um she was a special ed tired before i got there but the name is i I remember mr toledo yeah that's her husband and they live they live down the street and so anyway this guy is such an asshole and he harasses them and i'm like i swear to god don't make me go to these hoa meetings because i'm not afraid of people like you you big fucking asshole like he's such a dick and so and then you know and really uh, verbally abusing people who are in their 70s is just so low like i don't i don't know how you get any satisfaction out of doing that is beyond me some of the women are afraid of him so that makes me mad it makes me want to like do stuff now Anyway, uh, so someone has decided that he has caused enough harm and we're going to try to be more neighborly. So we got booed the other day. Do you know what that is? Booed? Yes. We open up the door and there is a little goodie bag full of Halloween themed gifts and candy. And it says, you've been booed and you have two days to boo two other neighbors. Oh, that's cute. It is cute. But now it's making me be neighborly. Which I'm not very good. <laughs> Daryl's the one. Daryl's the one that everyone loves. It's not me. I'm not the one. Well, it's because so, you show your boobs to everyone. I do. And I expose them and I wear see-through things with no bras. Especially in the winter when I deliver Christmas cookies to all the men. Are you sure it wasn't you got boobed? <laughs> no. Okay. And if these, if I, if I knew my neighbors better, which I don't. I would booze them. I would give them bottles <laughs> yeah, really. of wine. But no, I don't know them very well. So I have to go buy like towels and cute little portion bowls and stuff like that. So I did that and I delivered them. The problem is everybody has cameras now. So they know who booed everybody. I oh, mean, you know. Right. But I, I just go, but I, I think I went at like 11 o'clock at night and dropped them off because I didn't want to be seen. So now I'm participating in neighborhood antics. Well, that's cute. I just figured if it makes the older members of our community feel like there's still some kind of community, I'll do it. So I'm doing it. I don't know. You want to talk about crazy? Mm. My one girlfriend. Yeah. She and her boyfriend, they just bought a house on Dovewood Court. Why would she do that? I have no idea. And I, I and everyone in the the comment section because she posted it on Facebook. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, "You realize what responsibility you have now? <laughs> That's <laughs> like, a great. You know, you know what you have to do. People and, from all over the state come to Dovewood Court. I know. Dovewood Court is a historic court in Orangevale, California, where every single house. I think there's like. 15, 20 houses in that court? Maybe, yeah. And they go, I mean, all the way Christmas. And it's from the day after Thanksgiving until like the week after uh, New Year's. It's like a Christmas parade. It is a Christmas village. And every house has its own theme. And they go all out. I remember I read an article about someone who who has lived on Devil Court for like 20 years. And they said that their energy bill is a little, at least $1,000 a month. God. And so now 
because of just the an inordinate amount of decorations. So now what they do is they have fundraising. They also ask that you bring canned food because they don't charge anybody to come through. Right. And you can't even drive through it. You used to be able to drive through it, but now you have to walk because oh. so many people come. Yeah. All the all the high school kids love to do it. It's like their little romantic date where they all go and walk with their Starbucks and they Aww, walk through Dovewood Court. That's a cute yeah. Date. It's super cute. All of our girls have done it. Even Tyler did it once. So, it is quite the responsibility to buy a house on Dovewood Court. I was shocked. Yeah. I was shocked that she did it. I said, "Wow, I had no idea you were into the Christmas spirit like that." Well, they're going to have to. I mean, it's <laughs> it's major, yeah. so and you, there's every year, if you go through Devwood, you can always see someone who's decided that they're not doing anything and they have like one blow up thing on their lawn and the, the lights are dim. There's no decorations at all. Yeah, really. There's always one who goes, I'm not doing this. I'm sure that they're shunned. Yeah. I'm sure. No, I'm sure they're prepared to go all out. So. Oh, well, I can't. Well, now I'm going to have to go. I mean, I haven't. Yeah, been I hope time. she I'll posts to it on Facebook, or you know, we'll go. We'll probably end up going anyway because we always go. Yeah, it's fun. And Devwood just, it just kind of got started. You know, just for, I think from a couple of people just decorating their houses or something like that, and then it just you know exploded. Probably like in the, I don't know, in the eighties. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think it was in the early 80s when that... I don't know. We should, we should do some research on that. I'm kind of curious about that. Anyway, okay, so we're running out of time, so we'll skip our scary stories till next week. Okay. Uh, but let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. One of the podcasts that we listen to has a sponsor called draft okay and i decided because i do watch some sports yes and i decided i'm like you only have to put in some money and like the one draft i decided to enter was like a five dollar buy-in and so i'm like okay that's cool i'm like i'll do that and um and there was like it had 10 people or six people or something like that in the the players. And so I wrote down my five players that I wanted to pick because they let okay. you pick quarterback, uh, two running backs, and then two wide receivers slash tight ends. I think right. that's what it is. Yes. So I wrote down my five and I'm like, okay, these are the five that I want to pick. And so the time came where it was time to log in and that they were going to start picking like the players. Okay. And so what happened? What I didn't realize is, is that this draft, it goes in order of when you joined. When did you join? Well, I was like the sixth person to join. Okay. (laughs) Well, one of the other ones I had played was you do get to pick whoever you want. It doesn't matter how many people are, you know, in the draft. That that one serves okay. like fifteen hundred in the draft. Got it. And so with this one, I'm just like, hey, I'm like, why can't I pick uh, 
Deshaun, oh, I forget the guy's name, you know, Williams. <laughs> I'm like, that's who I had written down. And so it came, when it came up to quarterback, and the other thing about it is you only get 30 seconds to pick. Oh my God, that's way, that's way fast. And I'm just like, and so it has a list of who's available. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I guess I'll, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick Tom Brady because that's who was available and then the next one came around and then I'm just like I don't know any of these people (laughs) and so oh no so I had to wait each turn I had time to scroll in between like each round yes but basically I, I have a team now that I don't even I don't know any of them well, so you don't even know if they're good? I don't know. I really oh don't know. Oh, my God. I mean, I know Tom Brady is good, but... Yes, he is. But <laughs> he's good. other than that, I was pretty much screwed because I got stuck with, you know, having to wait after six people to pick my people. Well, the, I guess you kind of need to know or have someone explain to you how these work because right. there's no instructions. And so no. if you want to do it, you have to have someone tell you like, OK, if you enter the one of these types of drafts, you have to wait your turn before you get to pick. <laughs> and so you should have like, you know, four quarterbacks, you know, mm. pick four quarterbacks in the lineup before because right. you're not going to ha- necessarily so get have your it. decisions. Right. And then pre 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 prepare. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of my waiting my turn for anything. I. When I want what I want, I get really irritated. And it and I know it probably is a spoiled brat mentality, but I don't really care, you know? So it's like you're I'm listening to you going, "Well, I don't understand. Why can't you just take what you want?" Like I don't get it either. So it is a very ugly moment for sure. Uh, and well, online, and I, I was just moment. like, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, wait, no, I'm not done. And then one time I did miss out on the 30 seconds because I was trying to figure oh, no. it out. So then they, they just assigned me a player. They award you something. <laughs> okay. And so it was just <laughs> they really, award you. But I was thinking, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, you're sitting there screaming at the, the screen. And then you know what makes it worse is if there's a chat room. They're like, hey, what are you doing there, ugly? What's you going know, on? I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, oh. these guys are thinking. And they're like, what is she doing? Who is this amateur? person? And why? She's going to ruin everything. <laughs> but. You know that. And we do. We absolutely do. Is green the only thing this comes in? So how does your fantasy football work then? Well, we actually meet in person. Okay. And we do draw. There's 10 of us or no, eight of us. We do draw uh, numbers. And I, I've only one time have received the, the great pick of first. I'm oh. always usually sixth or seventh. And it fucking sucks. Because it's the same thing. It's like everybody wants taken by the time it's your turn. And inevitably I throw fits. I literally will throw some kind of fit. But I'm like, hey, why did you take him? I wanted him. And they're like, uh, because that's who I'm taking. I'm like, yeah, but I I wanted that one. You know, it, <laughs> and it becomes it's funny, but it's frustrating as hell. You know, it's right. really frustrating. So that's how we do it. We we do it the way that you did it online, but at least we can have some dialogue. Like I gave this one guy so much shit this year. He took Sebastian Janikowski. Okay. I have had Sebastian Janikowski on my fantasy football team for five years running. No one takes him. Everyone knows that Jamie gets him. That's just the way it is. That's just the way we play. And that fucker took him in like round four. And I said, what are you? I I, I turned into, I don't know, something. And I said, what are you doing? And he goes, what? I'm taking a kicker. I'm like, you and I both know what you just did. 
explain yourself. Why would you do that? He goes, well, he's a really good kicker. I'm like, no shit. He's my kicker. Why are you ruining tradition? What is going on with you? And so sure as shit, Janikowski's out for the season with a back injury. And I blame him completely. I go, you ruined it. You cursed him by not letting me have him. And so now here we are. No Janikowski. It, oh it was gosh. crazy, but it can't happen. That, that definitely does. Ha- or they'll try to go, oh, are you sure you want that one? You know, okay, well, uh, enjoy the hammy string injury. You know, and they try to scare you into getting rid of them and stuff. That doesn't happen online, obviously. But. Well, see, <clears throat> my first draft, my, my quarterback pick was, yes. a- was Aaron Rodgers. And uh, so. Well, that didn't do anything. I got like point three two points and what, because he showed up and I wrote kept his name reading on all something? these pings on my facebook page like aaron Rodgers out both collarbone and i'm like no actually you know it's really funny you have daryl's luck producer dub is in a he's been in a football league for like 10 years yeah i don't think he's had one healthy player this season he had aaron Rodgers. he had Derek carr he had janikowski he had odell beckham jr i mean he's had every single person who's out for the season he has had at some point he is Jeez. like in the hole so much money at this point he can't even take it. he's like i don't even know what to do with myself i'm like well you just need to just let it go like don't even don't invest any more money into it if you're if you're that far in the hole you just got to kind of cut your losses and just be that guy that everybody automatically wins that week because yeah, they really? do head to head speaking of Derek carr that guy is hot he's a cutie pie oh i mean he's God. He's okay. I, I He's not my type. He's a little... His eyebrows bother me. I, I mean, I'm hoping that he'll straighten that out as he ages, because I think he's only like 28, 27 something. I know. He he's kind young. of reminded me of Cowboy Cerrone. Really? A little bit in the face. Yeah. He's not bald at all. Oh, uh, well... Maybe I don't know. I mean, he's he's a he's attractive. He's I mean, I wouldn't throw him out of bed, but mm. the eyebrow situation. Did, and I feel like he has a skin problem. I'm not sure. <laughs> skin problem. He has like zits. Oh, at least it seems that he does. And I mean, they're very sweaty, so I get it. But uh, he's I don't look at him and go. Rawr. I just well, don't. when they zoomed on him last night, you know, when he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, throwing the football I'm like oh I'm like Derek Carr I'm like wow where did you come from yes he's so, very cute um, but, actually I think Aaron Rodgers is adorable <laughs> He's a, his eyes are a little buggy but he's super cute he's the one with the eyebrow issue jeez really Aaron Rodgers has eyebrow issues those things look like look carpets <laughs> I'll have to look it up as long as he's not super hairy I'm not into the hairy thicket thing I'm I'm not, but I mean, no, I mean, I've dated men who have hairy bodies. It's just not my thing. I prefer hairless. <laughs> it's this, difficult. To, less hair. It, yeah. It's difficult to be with someone really hairy. I don't think I have been, but I don't think I would be. You know, I, I've been with someone who had the back hair issue and, you know, it's like all you want to do is shave it or wax it or something like you so badly want to do that, but that's who they are. That's, you know, you can't. You can't modify it. It is what it is. I would, but I mean, still, that's probably why we're not together anymore. It was the back hair. Did uh, have nothing to do with his alcoholism. He had back hair. <laughs> God, I know. did Cowboy Cerrone move up to one seventy? I believe he did, and he's fighting this weekend. Uh, 
or next weekend 20 next, next weekend? weekend the 28th next weekend yeah man he looks good he does oh you know what they look good they look good when they're bigger don't they I, I, I think so, yeah. The weight cut thing just is so disappointing because they look so skinny and frail and then they never, they're always tired. But when they're at their natural fighting weight, which is usually maybe like 10 pounds under what they walk around at, mm-hmm. man, they look good. Don't they? Well, I, oh, yeah, I they've been it. showing some promo videos and stuff mm-hmm. of him and I'm just like, man, I'm like, he has got really broad shoulders. Oh, Paula. <laughs> seriously (laughs) like i just i just you can't so attractive i can't he's such a physical specimen (laughs) he just really is fighting some kid who looks oh good hope he kicks his ass but i mean the kid (laughs) is undefeated so well you know what Cerrone's in his i think he's uh i think he's in his 30s so he's gonna be winding up soon i mean he can't he can't do this forever. Yeah. I mean, there always comes a time when it's time to call it. And I mean, I would love to keep watching him fight, but the reality is, is that, you know, I don't want him to be mushy when he's in his forties. You know, I'd like him to be sound of mind. So hopefully yeah. he'll, he'll call it early. Okay. So here's mine. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, before I tell you my thing, um, John Hamm is dating J- Dakota Johnson. Who's Dakota Johnson? The 50 shades of gray sh- girl. She's like 11. D- uh, it's Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith's uh, daughter. I know. She's like He's dating her. She's like 11 years old. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I saw that and I went, what? Really? That? That's who you... He does not date super attractive women. I mean, he's been, you know, he has, you know, been seen with certain actresses, but, but like his long-term girlfriend, basically his life uh, partner. Yeah. uh, He, they were together for like 12 years or something. She was not like some hottie and I wouldn't consider Dakota Johnson a stunning woman either. Mm -hmm. She's got the, the stringy brown hair, which I don't know why you would she's have that she's just very youthful because i mean she's literally well, if i had to guess i think she's like 23 how can you do that you know how he can do that he doesn't have daughters adult children no, he doesn't have any adult daughters doesn't. that's how you can get away with and that. he's going through a midlife crisis that's why him and his girlfriend long-term girlfriend broke up and yeah god he's just so he's cute dating a a child yeah yeah you know i don't know i mean i know it works out for some but it just isn't it just so cliche for a good-looking aging actor to date a young starlet it's so cliche it's so cliche for just men in general it doesn't matter (laughs) if they're famous or not although you got to give it to Cher. she she robs the cradle and does and and has no shame like none did you know that they that she um and tom cruise had a thing that's gross when he was young, she's like, oh, I love Tom Cruise. He was very energetic. <laughs> wow. God. I love Cher. She's the best. That doesn't surprise me. I think Tom Cruise had an affinity for older women. He does. He does. That's why everybody was so surprised with the whole Katie Holmes thing. And well, that obviously did not work out. She well, was in love with Jamie Foxx. <laughs> well, not just that, but that w- marriage was arranged by. That sci- was an arranged marriage. That yeah, was like that a, a Scientology arranged marriage. That <sighs> that's so sad. Obviously, I, wasn't going to work out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I 
that whole thing was that's just so weird anyway okay so because speaking of weird here's my awkward moment so of course this is the year i get a pap smear oh because it's been three years and when you're monogamous and old you don't have to get them every year if you're not sleeping around town annual paps are not necessary but if you you know ladies if you're getting getting your groove on by all means do so but just get a pap smear every year make sure you're all safe and stuff so anyway um so when i was told that i no longer had to have annuals i was like awesome you know i mean you still have to have a pelvic but the pap part it had been so long i forgot how painful they are well (laughs) yeah they're not pleasant no they're not and so um you know he did all the things that they do and so he's getting ready to put that spatula in there to scrape the cervix and right when he does i'm like you know i've heard that they've updated the speculum (laughs) and he's like what and i said yeah he goes well well, what do you mean i go well now instead of them looking like a duck's mouth they look like a uh they look like a funnel and then they just kind of open like a flower instead of the duck's mouth and apparently it's more comfortable for the ladies (laughs) you did you said that (laughs) yes you said the ladies yes because he'd scraped right when I'd said it. Oh, so he was continuing with the yes. procedure. It, yes. Regardless of what you were saying. Because small talk is so essential during a pap smear. Hey, and I the let nurse. them do all the talking. I just lay there. The nurse. That's going to be your drop. <laughs> I just lay there. The nurse literally turned because she was going to start laughing. <laughs> she turned and started like moving things around on the counter. <laughs> and then there's nothing worse than odd quietness after you do something like that. And he goes, okay, well, now I'm going to have to insert my finger into your rectum. I'm like, okay. Oh, good. Let's put my put your let's, finger let's up continue. my butt. Yeah. It was, I mean... If you didn't think that you could make it awkward, you absolutely can, ladies. You can make anything awkward if you speak in operatic tones and you start talking during a pelvic exam. So get out there and make it happen. (laughs) It was so embarrassing. The only embarrassing thing that ever happened to me during an examination is um, I, I was getting ready to get a pap smear in a pelvic and um, I had my feet and legs in the stirrups and the heat lamp was, you know, blazing on me. <clears throat> blazing so on I'm your crotch. Just, you know, I'm sitting there and he's like, scoot your butt all the way down to the edge. And I'm just like, oh, my God. God. You know, and it's just so uncomfortable to be spread, e- spread eagle with your butt down to the bottom and yes. you know your basically your, your j- vagina right in their face. I got to tell you when when I don't know about you but every time I have to assume that position, every time I go I could never do porn. <laughs> like I could never do porn. Jimmy, I could that's never what it feels do that like. to anyone. Like right. if I was yeah. having sex with someone, I yeah. I, I know. I just, especially <laughs> yeah. with the light. I mean, that's worse. It's just oh, yeah. not going to happen. That's, that's brutal. But I said, what did you we, do? We started talking about something and I'm like, well, I don't really shave down there or anything. <laughs> and so he popped his head up and he's like, I can see that. <laughs> happened to me once what? okay well without getting ridiculous daryl likes a 
un- he does not like a full bush. Okay. You know, it doesn't have to be, it's not hairless, but it is trim and cleaned up and tidy. Right. That's just the preference. I prefer it as well, but he really prefers that. So, I mean, he, don't you hate it when guys lie to you? He's like, you could do whatever you want down there. I'm like, well, that's a lie. And you and I both know that if I went full bush, you would not be happy. This would be difficult for you. I know what Victor prefers, but I mean, that's, it's a lot of work to keep that up. And it, it certainly is a regular routine. It is not something you can do once, set it and forget it. It la- is a maintenance issue. The landing strip and, <laughs> and then hairless everywhere else. I mean, yes. that takes a lot of razors. It, it takes a lot of maintenance for sure. So it it's tidy. It's not porn clean, but it's tidy. Anyway, I had it, it was early on in our marriage, and I had started trying to do that because it was it was pleasurable for all involved. But I had a I had an I had a doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. and I went in, and uh, you know when, when you're regularly maintaining the area, you don't really think about it. It's just it is what it is. So. I assumed the position. I had my feet in the stirrups, wearing socks, of course. And I scooch my butt down, and Dr. Marshall goes, Are we going to Brazil anytime soon? <laughs> and I was so bare. I was so cleanly maintained. Jeez. I had gone overboard because I hadn't gotten the hang of it yet. Had you, like, of course, shaved your butt crack, too? Yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen who are listening, yes, I know that there are people who do this professionally, and I could probably save myself a lot of effort and just get it done, which you and I have talked about doing a lot. We really need to do it. Well, now they have this stuff where you just melt it, the wax, and then they spread it on, and then they just pull the wax off. That sounds incredibly painful. Oh, I've seen that. So that I don't know if that's me. worse or if that's better. Well, what if it what if it drips over into your snatch? That would be really painful. No, the people that do it, I'm sure, are complete professionals. I mean, can you imagine being? Can you imagine training for that? But I'm the training. I'm just telling you that my hair it mm-hmm. doesn't stop at the you know the lips. Like oh, it's everywhere. You, you've got to pull like pull it out. You got to pull little, the labia a out. little out. Yeah. To get the hairs that, you know, tuck under. Okay. And so I'm just thinking, like, is she really going to, like, pull the lip out to, yeah. like, put the wax on there? You know what? You know what? I, I can only assume is they do it and you're like, oh, that's really warm and comforting. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> it's like, seriously. We should do it. We have to find a <laughs> reputable place, but I think we should, I still think we should, I maintain we do it. But anyway, uh, yeah, he's like, you've been to, you going to Brazil? And I'm like, uh, n- no. Why? He goes, are you going sailing? And I'm like, what's happening? Sailing? I'm like, I don't understand. He goes, are you going to be wearing a, are you going to Rio? Are you going to be wearing a bikini anytime soon? I'm like, what are we talking about? He goes, you have no hair. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Yes, I know. Uh, I forgot that I was coming today because I usually like to let things kind of grow out a little bit before I go to the doctor. Because many times I've had, you know, you have them say, you know, it's not the healthiest thing to have no pubic hair. There's hair there for a reason. Uh, He told me that once. And I said, yes, I'm quite aware. I just went a little nuts. It was I'm learning. I'm figuring it out. It's kind of like when you learn how to that eyebrows are important. (laughs) 
and that you have to groom them. You know, your whole life, I never knew that eyebrows were so essential. And now I'm just like, oh my God, now they have to be, you know, perfect. I so, know. Anyway. I do like getting my eyebrows done, mm. but I'm just so lazy to go and pay I, the $10 <sighs> to get them waxed. And I, I can't plug. I, I can do it a little bit, but the problem with me is that when I go, it's the same. Oh, well, you don't really have a whole lot. So we're just going to kind of, you know, shape. They shape. That's what they do to me. They do yeah. the bottom half of the, like the thickest part. Yes. And then um, they do the top half to like shape it. But it's weird because when I do get them done and I don't have a lot of hair anywhere, really, I'm not a hairy person, but when they do the eyebrows, it's like, it's really distinct. Like, it makes me realize how much I really need to get this done regularly. <laughs> well, when <laughs> they show don't. me the strip, I'm like, good God. You what? know? What is this? I'm like, I'm where did all that hair come from? You told me My I didn't God. have much eyebrows. <laughs> Jeez. I know. It's true. And I do. But I and I'm with you. I'm always happy I get it done. But then I never go back. Well, it takes me like a year. Know, yeah. Because they say come back in six weeks. And I'm just like, I'm yeah, like yeah, that's right. doable. And then, you know, yeah. Yeah. And four then months sudden, later, weeks. I'm just like, well, <laughs> you're like, oh, here's that coupon. I forgot that expired yeah, right. three months ago. Oh, well, I think my eyebrows waxed again. It's completely true. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. We can we, we have so much else we can talk about. We'll talk about it next week. We will. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for uh, your continued uh, patronage. We always appreciate it. Thank you for the downloads and our Amazon link shoppers and our Avon purchasers. There's good stuff on both sites. So we encourage you to check it out. If you do, please use our um, Amazon portal that always helps us and then Avon if you do purchase some makeup that comes directly to us to help offset some of the costs for the show yes we will see you next week have a nice seven days <laughs> I was gonna say have a nice weekend but the weekend will be over it'll so, be almost over have a nice seven days bye bye that's a wrap but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.